Holy Word tells us that Jesus was to be a priest in the order of Melchizedek. And so we're going to look a little further into who is Melchizedek and, um, and just be enriched with this deep, deep subject. All right, brothers and sisters? But first, to lay a foundation, I want you to turn to, with me, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And the word reads, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Who is he referring to? Brothers and sisters, God the Father and the only begotten Son. Right? Everything else is created, including angels. All right, brothers and sisters? So us is Yeshua, Jesus. And I'm going to show you that it's Melchizedek. All right, brothers and sisters? So what we'll do is we'll go back to the passage that we were studying on Sunday in home worship, which is Hebrews chapter 5, uh, verses 5 and 6. And it reads, So also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest, but it was he who said to him, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. As he also says in another place, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Now, there's two things that stand out here is forever, right? Yes. You see, Jesus died for our sins, was buried in a rose, and conquered death. So you and I can live forever and ever. Amen? Amen. And so he's a priest forever. He's our king and our priest forever and ever. Amen? Amen. So I want you to go over to uh, chapter 7 of Hebrews. And we'll read verse 1 through 3. First this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being translated king of righteousness, and then also king of Salem means king of peace. Without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days or end of life. You see, he's from the beginning. He's always been here. Forever and ever he will be here. Amen? But made like the Son of God. Now the word does not lie. It is truth. It is forever. It is faithful. Amen? You see? So Melchizedek is like the Son of God, because he is the Son of God. And Jesus Yeshua comes in human form to die a painful, suffering death for you and me, brothers and sisters, and then was buried in a rose, is the same. Now that passage is found in Genesis, so let's just follow me over there real quick so you can see that the... the the New Testament and the Old Testament, the Hebrew text, 
They go together. They go together, brothers and sisters. It's all one book. It's all complete. The beginning to the future to the end. And we just praise God that we have it in our hands, that we can read it daily and learn how to please God and do His will. So what happens, let me set the stage, is uh, Abraham has a, uh, a nephew named Lot, and he's living in Sodom. And Sodom and Gomorrah, they're not very good. And uh, some other kings, they, they go to war against Sodom and Gomorrah. And uh, it's, it's quite a battle. It's about five kings against five kings. And they capture Lot, his nephew. They capture women. They, capture, they take the goods from King Sodom. When Abraham gets word of it, he puts together an army of his Hebrew men. And they go to, to rescue Lot, and they do. And all that's been taken from King Sodom. And he comes back. And when he comes back, we'll pick it up in verse 18. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine and was the priest of God Most High. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And then Abraham, it says here, he gave him a tithe, which is a tenth of all that he had. So, you see, Melchizedek, king of peace, king of righteousness, is Yeshua himself. Now, follow me back over to Hebrews chapter 7. We're going to read 11 and 12. Therefore, if perfection were through the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further need was there that another priest should rise according to the order of Melchizedek and not be called according to the order of Aaron. Remember I explained that if you were going to be a priest, you had to be in the order of Aaron, who was a Levite, but you also had to be in the order of Aaron. Melchizedek is not, obviously, right? Nor is Jesus. For the priesthood being changed of necessity, there is also a change of the law. Okay, brothers and sisters? So when the priesthood changes, and it changes to Yeshua, that's how you say Jesus in Hebrew, there must be a change in the law. What changes there? Well, first, Jesus was the ultimate sacrificial lamb for all the sins of the world, for your sins and mine and everyone. Amen? Praise Jesus. Praise God. Amen. So your sins were nailed to the cross that day. And if you're saved today, you are washed with the blood of Jesus. But the Levitical law, the law that was given to Moses from God, it was a different covenant. They had to kill lambs and goats. They had to sprinkle the blood around the altar seven times. You see, without the blood, there was no forgiveness. There was no peace offering offering there was no sin offering without the blood you see 
But Jesus' blood forgives us for our sins. Thank God. Thank Jesus. Amen? Amen. What other law changed? Well, you know, the Lord told Moses to make laws for when they would do things, such as adultery. The penalty was stone the adulteress or adulterer to death. And when Jesus one day is walking down the road, he comes upon a group, an angry group, and they want to stone this adulterous woman. And they say, Jesus, what do you say? Moses' law says to stone her. Now, I, wanna, I want you to understand that Mosaic law, Moses' law, came from God. If you look at it closely, God tells him these laws. But that was the first covenant. And Jesus is the new covenant. Amen? Yes. And so Jesus says, let the first person without sin throw the first stone. Well, one by one, they left. So Jesus looks at the woman and says, is there anybody here left to condemn you? She says, no. And he says, I condemn you neither, but go and sin no more. You see, brothers and sisters, he forgives us, but he doesn't want us to continue in sin. You understand? Scripture says, not one jot of the law will be be." abolished okay it will be fulfilled he says he says he did not come to destroy the law but to fulfill the law and what he does is he leaves us two commandments to love your lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your strength with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself and if you love your neighbor as yourself he says, if you do these commandments, all of the commandments, meaning the Ten Commandments, brothers and sisters, will be fulfilled. You're not, if you love your neighbor, you're not going to hit him. You're not going to kill him. You're not going to steal from him. You won't commit adultery with his wife. You won't lie to him. You see? And if you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you won't worship anyone or anything. But God Almighty, in the precious name of Jesus, Yeshua. Amen? Amen. So just a few more. Follow me over to John. 1 John chapter 2, we'll read 3, 4, and 5. Now by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He who says, I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whosoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. So brothers and sisters, if you're living for the Lord, if you believe that he sent his only begotten son to come incarnated in human form, to die a painful death for you and me. And he was buried and arose and lives forever and is at the right hand of God. And you have repented, changed from your sinful ways, put on that new man or woman. As Acts 2.38 says, repent and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. And you have the Holy Spirit in you and you're obeying him. As the scripture says here, you know you're in him and he's in you. Praise God. And that means... 
You're sealed for the day of redemption. You're going to heaven when you die. As long as you don't waver, you don't become that prodigal son or prodigal daughter. Amen? Amen. Last night, Scripture says, what I, what I tell you at night, preach in the day. And last night, the Holy Spirit told me that Christians, as Christians, we have good moral values. Okay? And so I looked it up in the dictionary this morning. Moral. Moral means to be right, decent, ethical, good, honest, just, nice, right-minded, righteous. You remember, Melchizedek and our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, is the King of Righteousness. And we need to be righteous. He says, be holy for I am holy. Amen? It doesn't mean you're not going to make a mistake. He knows that. Because only Jesus was perfect who walked the earth. But you're, you are practicing righteousness. Every day you're striving to be Christ-like. But sometimes you make a mistake. And you know what? You are forgiven. You ask God for forgiveness and He forgives you. Praise God in Jesus' name. We move to 2 Timothy chapter 4. And this is Paul speaking right before he's going to depart this earth and go to heaven. In verses 6 through 8, he says, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness. Righteousness, brothers and sisters. Because that's what he practiced, and you and I have to do the same. And he, and which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his, appear, his appearing. So if you practice righteousness, it says you're going to get a crown of righteousness too, brothers and sisters. You have that waiting for you. Amen. That's amazing. And so one last verse, we turn to Revelations, two verses, chapter 4, verses 10 and 11. Then the 24 elders fall down before him, that'd be falling down before Jesus, who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne of Jesus, saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. And brothers and sisters, all of us that earn that crown of righteousness by following Jesus' uh, uh, example and practicing righteousness, will receive that crown of righteousness and we will all fall to his feet and we will cast our crowns of righteousness to his feet and say, for you are worthy, O Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen. I look forward to seeing you there that day, brothers and sisters. And I thank you for joining me today. And remember to always pray up and read up every day 
and keep the love of Yeshua, Jesus, in your heart, and we'll all be with our Lord and Savior someday, forever and ever and ever. Amen.